We often hear this adage of self-made, meaning like self-made millionaire, billionaire, self-made entrepreneur. And those of us in the military realize that we weren't self-made. There, that every part of our success, that there was no I in that success, that it really was team, that mission success was the result of teamwork. And that our growth as a leader was because of those who had gone before us. We had mentorship, we had instruction, we had people guiding us along this path. So when we go into interviews and people want to hear about our personal success, it's tough to figure out what is personal or self-made. Is there an I in my own success? And is self-made even real? Inc. Magazine published an article, Why a Mentor is a Must. And in it, movie maker George Lucas noted, mentors have a way of seeing more of our faults that we would like to see. It's the only way we grow. So to help us today, to grow are two great guests on the show that will share why they believe mentorship is critical to your success and why knowing your value when you go into the interview will influence your success. So welcome to the Military Wire with Mike Schindler. This is the podcast where we interview America's most elite men and women who have served this country. We share their stories of overcoming, their proven lessons in leadership, and their journey to finding mission and purpose. Well, as you guys know, we're kind of going off the script of interviewing America's most elite men and women who have served the country into interviewing America's elite who are hiring those who have served this country or are participating in some way, shape, or form with those who have served this country. And I'm very excited about our guest today. We've got Andrea Beyer, who is the executive director of Des Plaines Chamber of Commerce in the greater Chicago area, who is transforming how their community is honoring and positioning veterans for success. And she'll be talking about how they're helping veterans understand their value. And we also have Marnie Deathorn. Uh, Marnie, did I say that correctly? Deathorn, yes. Deathorn, who <laughs> is the director of human resources at Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, who is also a Marine, no longer on active duty, who will be sharing how mentorship played a role in her corporate success and how mentorship will be key to your success. Andrea and Marty, welcome to the Military Wire. Thank you. Thank you for having you. Yeah, so I just got to say, and I'm going to let our audience know that this format is a little bit different for us, and we might have a little bit of background on this this recording, which is fine. We'll make do with it because the information that you both are going to be sharing is so powerful and so important. Uh, Marty, I want to start with you. You, I, I want you to start with your military experience, you served in the Marines as an MP and then somehow landed in HR, which, you know, I could give you a million Navy jokes around this. Uh, but now you're hiring and mentoring others. Tell us about your journey. Sure. Um, I, I like to tell my story by saying I fell into human resources by accident. Um, as I transitioned out of the United States Marine Corps, I knew I needed a job. You know, when you're in, you know, you get paid on the 1st and the 15th. You know, when you're getting out, when your last paycheck is, and I needed to find that next paycheck. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I didn't want to stay in law enforcement. Um, I, I didn't think that that field was for me. I, I think it takes very special people to be in law enforcement and continue that out in the civilian world. I had a college degree, but I still didn't know what I wanted to do for a career after four years in the Marine Corps. So I happened to 
um, at that time as I date myself, look in the classifieds and go to. Go to the South Carolina Employment Commission to look for a job because everybody kept saying, you need a job, you need a job, you need a job. And it turned out the gentleman that helped me there actually worked part-time on the base I was stationed on as a club manager. So I knew him via the phone as he would call into the desk and close the club every night. Um, So he kind of had an idea of what I did as a desk sergeant, military police. And he's like, I can get you some, some office work. And uh, I said, that's great. He's like, I can get you a temp job at a club and resorts in human resources. And I'm, he's like, it's $10 an hour, but we can get you out there. And at that time, I'm like, that's great. And then I said, what's HR? I had no idea. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what it was. Um, and so that was my first job in human resources. And at that time, I was uh, married. And about a year and a half into that job, Um, we PCS'd and relocated to New York. So again, I needed another job because I was, I I was doing that. So I figured why not stay in HR? Um, so I started looking for jobs in the New York area and human resources. Um, I applied for a job at a community newspaper for a human resources assistant, um, but didn't have the experience, the qualifications or the experience they were looking for, but went to the interview. Um, it was a great interview, interviewed with the director of human resources there. And um, the gentleman called me the next day, um, said that he enjoyed the interview, but I didn't meet the experience qualifications that he was looking for. And, and I said, you know, I, I realized that, but thank you for giving me the time. And, um, and he goes, he's kind of stopped me there. And he says, but you know what? You're a Marine. I said, yes. You know, I got out about a year and a half ago. He goes, well, I'm a Marine too. And I know what Marines can do. He's like, so I'm going to give you a chance. And so that was my my second job. So here I had two people that knew me through my military um, career, knew about, you know, what Marines can provide. And they gave me my first two um, employment opportunities And then fast forward about five and a half, six years, another PCS move um, with my husband at that time. And um, I still, that HR started to be a career now. Uh, And so I'm like, let me find human resources. And I fell in with a big box retailer that had a tremendous, um, not only veteran, but military spouse hiring and was able to then expand more. So 21 years later, here I am, a director of human resources, because I had other people um, mentor and help me through my my process. Yeah. And see, that's what I love about your story is you, and it's so important. And I think the studies show this too, is, you know, when LinkedIn just recently released a study that showed about, you know, the power of networking, right? We talk yeah. in the military, we mm-hmm. call it support network, you know, and in civilian society, we call it networking. As they say, oftentimes, you know, those of us who have served, our network is mainly made up of other people who have served. And I think one of the important parts that I want to bring to light in this interview with you both is it's important to have that network, no question, but it's also important to build that network outside of people who have served, but maybe even have familiarity with it. Because what you're talking about is you had somebody that stepped alongside you it was willing to say, give you a chance because they had a similar background to you. And that's, that's yes. what I love about that story. I mean, 
And Andrea, you we know that you did not serve, but you've got such a connection with our service mm-hmm. members and their families. Tell us a little bit about you and, and why this is such a connection point for you. Oh, sure. And thank you again for, for having a, a civilian on the show. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Well, I love I, it. Um, you know, and I have to say, a mentorship, um, you know, I'm, as you said, executive director of a chamber of commerce and industry, and mentorship has absolutely been the key to at least my success. Um, you know, kind of how, you know, this this program that we're doing at the chamber all came about is, you know, I've been very, very fortunate, um, gotten the chamber business because of my mentor, which happened to be my mother. And I actually had the opportunity of working for her and she mentored me all along the way. Well, um, how I got close to military members and veterans is my son, when he was 19 years old, um, you know, who was going to college at the time, decided that he wanted to serve. And he decided he was going to join the Air Force. And one of, um, I, I actually worked with a gentleman who is part of this program that we developed. His name is Lance. And um, he was a captain in the Navy. And I was really upset that my son was signing up because, you know, in Chicago, there's just not as many you know, people at least that we grew up around that served in the military. So it actually took somebody that was um, a veteran and actually I think he was still serving in the reserves. He mentored me along the way to let me know why it was such a good thing for my son um, to sign up and serve. So it's been the best thing that happened to him. But um, as a result of that, he actually had a couple friends that um, were serving and they came back um, after that, and they were really struggling trying to figure out what they wanted to do with their career. And as a new executive director of a chamber, um, all I was hearing from the business community is how they were looking to hire some, um, you know, amazing men and women to fill a lot of the open positions. So it just, um, you know, through advice that other people gave me and through this new job, I'm like, we could do something that could help these returning um, veterans that were coming back. And we created this whole veteran back to work um, boot camp program. And we're actually going on our third year. And two of the main elements are mentorship as well as networking, you know, through the contacts and business leaders that we have to get them in a job that's, you know, the right fit for them. Yeah. And I think, I think it's uh, and I love that part and I love, you know, I think sometimes being a family member of somebody who's serving is just as much service as anybody else. Uh, and I don't want to discredit those of us who raised our right hand at all. But what I'm saying is there are other angst, issues, problems, challenges that you and certainly as a mother, I'm sure, faced yeah. when your son, you know, decided to raise his right hand and, and you know, go on deployments. And, and you know, this it's a whole different it's different than, you know, your son working at Microsoft, right? Exactly. And of course, you know, when you're growing up in the neighborhood that we grew up in, I mean, that's all your aspirations were for your children. But that, you know, was me just not knowing what a wonderful opportunity this was going to be for my son. 
So, you know, going on fast forward eight years later, he's very successful. He was um, 2016 um, Airman of the Year um, out of Joint Andrews Air Force Base. And he's had a great career so far that, um, you know, is going strong. But several of his friends who served that came back, they were definitely struggling trying to find um, you know, what their future was, what they wanted to do now that they were done serving and, you know, they were back in the civilian world. So, um, you know, being that it was such a, it is such a great experience for my son and now being such um, an active member um, with the business community, I, I actually work with several veterans that have transitioned and um, have started their own businesses. I get the opportunity to work with people like Marnie and I'm like, you know, there's something that we could do to connect the dots. So, you know, again, we created this veteran back to work boot camp. I actually um, wrote a grant um, that included mentorship with the successful veterans within the business community, including networking opportunities, volunteer opportunities, but also it included, you know, getting other business leaders involved and doing an actual 10-week course where, you know, we went over do's and don'ts of interviewing, social media, you know, you name it. I mean, the program is very, very full and through partners um, like Marnie and other veterans that we got involved, we've been able to create this and make it, you know, a wonderful program. But we wrote a grant um, three years ago and actually presented it to Rivers Casino um, that's out here in Des Plaines, And they actually gave us the funds to start this program up. And um, over the course of three years, um, you know, we've created this program and we've helped um, over, uh, we've actually had over 57 veterans graduate and many of the graduates that were part of our program have been hired in key positions across the region, like at LSG Sky Chef, Jewel Osco, Edward Jones, fire departments, police departments, you name it. So, um, you know, we, we feel like this is a very important thing that we need to help those that have served. So, and I love this, and I love that you're helping on two key components, which is mentorship and networking, which is something in the military I think we just kind of take for granted because we're always being mentored, right? We're always getting feedback. We're always aspiring for more. I think, you know, in in the Navy, we called it Achiever Charlie mentality. It was was either up and out. Um, So I was always learning from those who had gone before me. There was always that support network around us. Uh, and then you kind of duplicated that, that on this side, on the civilian side, from what it sounds like. So, Marty, what was it about this program? Because I'm sure in your position, uh, you know, I know industries and businesses, you know, get asked to do a lot. So what was it about this program that you said, you know what, we want to get behind it? Well, I think, you know, my story in of itself, you know, it's I had help and transitioning out, not knowing what to do. The uncertainty um, is is a challenge. And so when I have the opportunity to pay it forward, I look to do that. And it's it's a great opportunity, too, because I'm actually that person that does the hiring and the recruiting Um, But, you know, being able to be a mentor, you know, I I talk to the veterans um, that come through this program 
and share stories. You know, the networking, I, I tell them, I said, I was scared too. I remember my very first networking event I went to 20 some years ago. And I'm like, I got to talk to people and I'm standing in a room like a wallflower. But you got to remind yourself when you were in basic training or boot camp, you didn't know anybody when you went there and you, you came out with the, some of the best friends for life that, that you have, you know, and the, the mentors along the way, it, it's knowing that there are business leaders out there, um, civilian business leader, leaders, veteran business leaders and business owners that want to walk, you know, in lockstep with you to help you and and grow in your success and everything you do. Well, so did, Wait, yeah. and, and Andrea, I'll give you an, an opportunity here for sure. just a second, but it, it's, I, I'm, you know, the power of mentorship, I think, I think our audience will understand that there is power in mentorship, that that is not weakness, that there is strength in finding a mentor. Yeah. How does a mentor though, in your experience in this program, even how have they helped our veterans understand their value? How does mentorship play a role in that? So I think it's, well, it's, first of all, I think when somebody is looking for mentors, I look at at the mentors and surrounding your people with, um, like, in the, when you're in the military and you're building a fire team around you, right? So when you build that team around you, you're looking for somebody that, um, one person that might be the cheerleader, one person that's going to be the wise one, one person that's going to tell you what you need to hear, but you don't want to hear. And then one person that's going to be a combination of all of those. And so I think that's important when you're looking for mentors that you have that mixture out there. But I think too, it's, it's funny is you see the lack of confidence. It's almost, and I think Mike, you and I talked before, it's almost when we take off that coat of armor or that uniform, we lose the confidence that we had in the four years or the or 20 or 30 plus years in the military, we lose that confidence because then we're like, oh my gosh, now we're in the civilian world and we have to remind ourselves. And I think with mentorship, you can remind these, um, these people transitioning out that you guys have all the tools and then some in the toolbox, have that confidence to go in there and you bring more to the table than your civilian counterparts in a lot of aspects. No, it's so true. It's so true. And Andrea, I, I, I've got to believe that you're seeing that with the mentors that you've attracted into this program, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, part of the program um, is not just, you know, sitting in a classroom and, you know, talking about here's how to interview. You know, we actually really speak to each of the individuals and, you know, we teach them body language. We let, you know, we do a lot of things that help them get to know themselves better. Like, are they an extrovert or are they an introvert? And um, it, once they determine who they are, what are some better communication things that you could do when you're in a situation that makes you a little bit uncomfortable or you're in an interview, how do you read the other person that's across from you? Um, you know, just giving them some skills and some reminders of things that they could do. Look, you know, we all started out somewhere, you know, um, I didn't go to the military, but I still had that first job. And for someone like myself, who is not shy, and I have you know, hundreds of people within my toolbox that I go to, I started out just the same as all of them, where going in a room full of people made me nervous, um, you know, doing different things. So it's really just um, identifying with them, 
um, on the civilian side and letting them know that we care. And literally, I have to say, um, I, you know, by us giving, we're, you know, as mentors, I'm getting so much more in return because to be able to help some of these men and women, um, it's just been an amazing experience and it's been transformative for me as well. Just getting to know Marnie more and some of, you know, these other individuals that served, um, you know, it's just our absolute pleasure that we can try and help them, mentor them and get them in a career of their dreams. And and that's what our hope is, or giving them some of the, the tools. So. Yes. Yeah, and I love that. I love that. So what, Marnie, based on your experience, what would you, what is that one piece of advice that you would give somebody who's transitioning? And in, in some ways, I think the audience might think I'm leading the question here, uh, which I'm not, but I think I, I probably am a little bit, but if there was that one thing, like I mean, we've got a whole rucksack of stuff that we could take with us or prepare for as we transition out. What would you say is that one thing that they really need to pay attention to? I think, you know, and it's funny, one of the veterans in the program this year um, shared this. And and I think it, it's reaching out and, and finding mentors in the civilian world before you transition out. Um, and it could be people that transition out prior to you transitioning out, but Start building your mentor network now um, before you get out. And there's so many different ways you can do it. You can do it through LinkedIn. You can do it through rallypoint.com. You can do it through Together We Serve. But you find people that are already in the, the business world, maybe in a field that you want to do, maybe not, maybe in your local communities like an organization like the Chamber of Commerce but you're starting to prepare yourself and building those for um, finding somebody that, that is going to be able to give you that advice or help you because, and I tell veterans all the time, even when I work with different veteran organizations, you know, I might not have the answer or be in the industry that you want to get into. Um, but I might know people in another industry that have started their own business that I can connect you to, to get the answers and help you figure out what you want to do and help you transition. Yeah. And I think Andrea, and you would say that the chamber is probably one of the best places for people to network to that are new to community and even have been in a community for a while, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, people that are active members of a Chamber of Commerce, you know, they understand um, the power of networking. And, and the thing is, don't, you know, as a recent returning military veteran, don't be afraid to ask for help, just as Marnie said, because people like myself, you know, um, this, this gives us so much joy to be able to help others. Um, so, you know, and there's chamber of commerce in every, you know, major city, um, you know, even in the smaller towns, um, you know, there's certain ways that you could reach out, ask for help, attend events, and, um, people are looking for, um, veterans that have acquired, you know, all these amazing skills, um, that, uh, you know, they're looking to hire you. So just don't be scared of that. Um, you yes, know, yeah, and, and, and Andrew, if, they, if they want to find out more about what you're doing uh, in Des Plaines, and I'm glad I said that correctly, because, you know, 
I think we have a deplane. We have, I don't even know how to say it. You got it yeah. perfect, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'll be allowed in Chicago now, but. Ah, uh, it's perfect. Yeah. If, if people want to learn more about what you got going there, Andrea, how do they find out more information? Sure, sure. They could just go, um, well, first go to our website, which is um, www.bpchamber.com. We do have a tab that says veterans. You know, they could go there and get a little bit more information um, about our program. They could see videos. um, But I could tell you, um, we, um, once a year, we also are looking for veterans to um, apply to our program. After they go through the 10 weeks, we award each of the veterans um, over, you know, these career enhancing um, gift packages that are valued well over $8,000, computers and gift cards to help their career get started. And again, this is in part to the donations um, that Rivers Casino and, um, you know, other companies have made towards our foundation. Um, but come, come here if you're somebody who is in a town, um, you know, across the country that's in California and you're interested in this program, um, people um, are more than welcome to give me a call and, you know, we could help uh, get this program started, you know, in another city as well. And that is really our true intentions um, of this program. We're going into year four next year, and we really would love to branch this out to communities across the country so they could start doing these types of mentorship programs and networking programs, you know, um, in their city as well. I love that. And Marnie, your industry, the the casino industry is, it seems like it's always growing. Um, at least that's my perception. And you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I know that that industry is always looking for talent. I remember doing some work down in Las Vegas and MGM approaching us and, and saying they were always looking for great talent that can rise up in the ranks and, and really add value. If somebody was, was interested in learning more about what's available in that industry, because it's not just people that shuffle cards, right? I mean, that's it's like a little city in and of itself. Am I correct? Oh, 100%, Mike. Yeah, it, it, a lot of people think of the dealers or the, the slot uh, attendants, you know. We are a, a city and we have many business units within there. Um, and it is, it's a fast-paced, exciting, ever-expanding industry. Um, we always look for talent. And I'll tell you, we have an 80-20 rule. A lot of times we say 80% of somebody is their personality and their enthusiasm and their initiative and 20% is that skill or, or the technical skill, and you can't teach that personality. So um, there is so much that you can do. And if anyone is interested in the casino industry, um, I definitely can help translate skills. Um, we actually, for some slot tech positions, look for people that were in Motor T. They can take things apart and put them back together, you know, so we're able to do that. It's a, it, like I said, it's a fun industry. Um, and I've been in it almost nine years now. Uh, so if anybody would like to get a hold of me, they can um, email me at mdthorn at rushstreetrushst.com. Um, I am on LinkedIn. It's Martha Marnie Dethorn, as well as, like I said, Rally Point and Together We Served. I'd be happy to talk to anyone about careers. And what's great is we're not, my company is not just in Chicago. We're a 
Rivers Casino Des Plaines, but we're also in Pittsburgh. Um, we're in Philadelphia and we are in Schenectady, New York. So we're always growing as well. So there's other opportunities out there for anyone. Oh, I love this. I, I think, and what I what I love about what both of you said is number one, that there's such tremendous power in mentorship. I, Andrea, I love what you're doing through your program. I think it's so important to help. You're, you're essentially creating a platform from which our military and veteran families can launch back into community and be successful. And, and I love that. Right. And in morning, what I truly love about what you're doing or what's available and how your approach to this 80-20 rule is, and I remember this in the military. I remember I had a lieutenant that looked at me and said, Schindler, the only thing standing between who you are today and who you want to become is training. Mm-hmm. Everything else you bring to the table which is personality, mm-hmm. your attitude, right? I mean, I started yeah. listing off all this stuff. And you're saying, listen, that environment exists in my industry. And I think that's, 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 it's a welcome place for veterans. So I want to thank you both for truly being on the show um, and giving your information. And Andrea, if you would, again, please give the website where people can reach you. Sure. Thank you. It's www.dpchamber.com. Or um, they could, again, reach out Andrea Bewer um, on LinkedIn, just like, um, you know, Marnie. Um, you know, feel free to find me there or give us a call at 847-824-4200. Um, and I'd be happy to help any way that we can. That's awesome. And Marnie, one last time for you, people getting connected to you. Sure, absolutely. Marnie, it's uh, mdthorne at rushstreet, R-U-S-H-S-T dot com. And uh, LinkedIn, it's Martha Marnie D. Thorne, and then rallypoint.com. And together we serve. I'm out on all of those social media. Man, I love that. Well, audience, uh, to learn more about what these two ladies have going on, be sure you check out their websites, check out their LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn profiles. And if you are transitioning and want to discover your post-service identity, be sure to reach out to us at OperationMilitaryFamily.com and we can discuss how you can start to plan your best year ever after transition. Ladies, thanks again for being on the show. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike.